It's the 11 AAA state championship game of South Dakota from the Dakota Dome in Vermilion. A rematch of a Brandon Valley Blitzkrieg over Harrisburg. 63-27 late in the regular season. And in that particular match, it was 21-0 links after one. And once again, Harrisburg playing a lot better against a team that beat them in the regular season here in the postseason. Tied at seven as we go to the second quarter. Brandon Valley on a drive that started several minutes ago. And at the Harrisburg 18-yard line, they will have fourth and a long four. And the Lynx have a kicker in Zach Brummels, who is 6'4 and has a strong leg, but they've rarely needed to attempt field goals this season. So this is a matter, Chad Garrow, the head coach in his 16th year, four-state tournament title game appearance in five years. We'll see if he thinks this is going to be such an airtight game that he needs to kick it. And nope, absolutely not. They're going for it. And they have a running back in Tate Johnson who averages eight yards a carry. Joe Colbeck, a quarterback, averages nine yards a carry. Colbeck from the gun. He has a tight to the right, a wide out right. Jackson Hilton also lining up in the slot right. He's dangerous. Open field left, fourth and four. And a quick pass over the middle. It's caught for a touchdown right across the five and into the end zone. And the Lynx retake the lead one play into the second quarter. And I frankly had a hard time seeing the number of the player who caught it. It was Tate Johnson, the running back. What a stud. He now has 25 rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns on the year. That was a slant route and... Once again, he was too fast for anybody to lay a finger on him. Just a bullet over the middle from Colbeck. Johnson caught it at about the five and was right on into the end zone for a 14-yard touchdown on fourth and four. And Brandon Valley with the Zach Brummel's extra point going through, taking a 14-7 lead in this 11 AAA state championship game. Keep it right here. I'm John Gaskins. About 6,000 on hand in the Dakota Dome that fits 11,000. Mask mandate for fans in this game, encouraged to socially distance. And there are some swaths where that has been successful and others where there's just a huge bundle of fans, mainly the student sections. And now the student sections are separated by a row in between the rows of people. But it is the same loud, festive atmosphere that we've become accustomed to. It's the 40th edition of the South Dakota High School Football Playoffs, the 39th in which the championship game is here. Of course, it was in Brookings last year when the opposite side that I'm looking out at was renovated and some new seats and suites were installed in the dome. So Brandon Valley's second scoring drive, and they've scored on back-to-back drives now. Nine plays, 66 yards, three minutes, six seconds. And I'll correct myself, Peyton Carroll caught that touchdown pass. Peyton Carroll, a wide receiver, the third favorite target of Joe Colbeck with his 12th reception and his third touchdown catch. And the Lynx up 14-7, three seconds into the second quarter, kicking off right to left, rumbles the right foot, and it is taken by Lincoln Carlson at the five, and he runs into a mean wrap-up at the 15-yard line by a charged up. 
Levi Pfeiffer, a reserve linebacker, doing the windmill motion with his right arm after a great open field tackle on Lincoln Carlson, who's a dangerous returner. So the Tigers will start at their own 16. 11.51 remaining in the half, down 14-7. Again, lost by 36 to these links. Things got away from them in the first half in Brandon just a few weeks ago. Jacob Knuth, the 6'4 junior, getting looks from a bunch of Division I schools from the gun. Motions his favorite target. Ethan Rollinger into the slot on the left side. Passes right side, caught by the running back Clayton. And he is tripped up to about the near numbers 20. Not much room to go. And the tackle was made by Dominic Tucker, an interior lineman. 5'10", 195-pound junior and a wrestler on the prolific Brandon Valley team. And there's a wrestling type of move he made. Two wideouts each side. After the three-yard gate, it's second and seven. Harrisburg from their own 19. On the near side, Hash moving left to right. Whistles blow just before the snap. Offense number 76. Five-yard penalty, still second down. It's a false start on... Harrisburg's Josh Larson, 6'5", 285-pound junior. The backup lineman most of the year. In the heat of the battle right now. 55 seconds into the second quarter, 14-7. Harrisburg with the ball and trailing Brandon Valley. Second and 12 after the penalty. Quick pass left side, and it is dropped. It was way too low in the tight coverage. And it was intended for Andrew Walter, who had a mammoth game early in the year. Really felt like he was setting himself apart. 12 catches, 139 yards, and a win over Washington in Week 2. Harrisburg in their second year in the largest class in South Dakota, AAA. That was a big statement win, and they've had a few more to get here to the Dakota Dome. And now it's third and 12. Tigers on their own 19, left to right. Three wideouts left, one, two to the right. Here comes the blitz from both sides. Knuth stays cool, throws a laser over the middle. Caught Jack Tigan falling down after getting hit across the 25. Close to a first down, matter of the measurement, and they say he got it. That's a 14-yard gain, and the Lynx defender, who Tigan pummeled into as he was going in motion to make that catch, Shaken up on the play, is able to get back up. Joey Nemec is a safety for the Lynx, and he appears to be okay, but he'll take the next play off. It'll be a first down for Harrisburg, trailing 14-7, a minute 10 into this second quarter. Tigers, last time they were on the field offensively, eight-play, 65-yard drive to tie the game at seven. The Lynx came right back. Nine plays, 66 yards to go up. Seven, quick pass in the backfield. Oh, and this is a pass downfield. Wallinger, the tight end, missed his target. And a pass interference call is going to go against Brandon Valley. So, here's what happened. Knuth, the 6'4", junior, stepped back, tossed it to Rollinger, his tight end who's going to be an all-stater. Rollinger, who has thrown three passes this year, Offense number 19. Oh! Half the distance to the goal. Replay first. Pass interference on the receiver, Andrew Walter. So, Rollinger, who's thrown a touchdown pass this year, unloaded a deep ball, and boy, was Andrew Walter wide open. Well, 
Rollinger's throw was way too strong down to the Brandon Valley 35-yard line or so. So, I mean, about a 50-55 yard throw. And, well, that's he wishes it was 50 or 55. It sailed 60 yards in the Dakota Dome. And so now, Harrisburg first and forever. 22 yards to go now from their own 12. Quick pass, right side, caught on the near hashes at the 25. And Jack Tigan stapled down after the catch. For about a 15-yard gain, bring up second and eight for Harrisburg. Open field tackle for Brandon Valley that time came from Noah Thompson, the cornerback. So the Tigers, costly penalty on a missed flea flicker. You know, you break out all the stops in these state title games. Two minutes into the second quarter, down 14-7. Now have second and eight from their own 28. Here's a pass, left side, caught. First down on the far sideline. What an acrobatic catch made by Lincoln Carlson. Falls to the ground. What a pass. Knuth is throwing a lot of these balls on the money. That one went for a gain of about 21. Knuth with a good, clean pocket. Through to the far sideline. And, yep, just a just enough space for Lincoln Carlson, who came into the game with 21 receptions on the year. So about two a game. And it's 15 yards every time he catches a pass. That went for 17. And so now Harrisburg first and 10, their own 45. Left to right, trailing 14-7 early second. And whistles blow. I don't see any flags. We have a timeout. And Brandon Valley takes it. It's their first time out. And we'll take it with them. 9.51 remaining, second quarter. State title game at the Dakota Dome. Brandon Valley 14, Harrisburg 7 on Fox Sports 98.1. AM 1230 and KWSN.com. Solid, entertaining state championship football game so far. Two minutes, eight seconds into the second quarter. Harrisburg with the ball, the number five seed, trailing number two, Brandon Valley 14-7. First and 10 Tigers on their own 45. They're moving left to right. Jacob Knuth, the junior Division I recruit from the gun. Three wideouts to his right side. They go left to right as we see it. Hand out to Gavin Ross, back up tailback, and he rumbles right at the middle and drags defenders with him across the 45 to the 44 of Brandon Valley. Finally taken down by Jordan Johnson, an interior undersized defensive lineman. Gavin Ross, a great changeup pitch at 5'10", 190-pound sophomore like Anders Clayton, a low center of gravity, but even more muscle to just spring his way through tackles. And so the Tigers now first and 10 on the Brandon Valley, 44. Knuth, three wideouts right. That's where he rolls, throws to one of them. Walter catches it near side, 38 on the numbers. Then stiffs arm his defender all the way to the near sideline where he is finally ushered out at about the 32. That's a 12-yard gain on another first down. A couple of Brandon Valley fans wanted a face mask penalty because it did appear Walter was taking his hand to the face of the defender, but I don't believe that's a penalty. So Knuth and the Tiger offense moving quickly, trying to tie up this game. Down 14-7. Four down linemen for the Lynx. And the... Tigers have two wideouts to each side. Gavin Ross behind the quarterback. Jacob Knuth is warming up. Three-step drop. Good protection. Deep ball. Far sideline toward the goal line. It is incomplete. It went right through the hands of Andrew Walter. He was right in between two defenders. And now two flags come out. They come out late. 
And it's much to the dismay of the Lynx fans. One of the refs who threw it appeared to just have a problem getting the flag out of his pocket, but we might have a pass interference call. Now, the Tigers have been whistled for pass interference on offense, and it was Andrew Walter who had the infraction way downfield earlier in this drive. Pass interference. Defense number 26. 15-yard penalty. First down. But not this time. Mitch Mark Muchelkanaus, 5'7", senior cornerback, got a little too handsy. And so the Tigers now will snap it from inside the Harrisburg red zone at the 18. 9-13 remaining second quarter, trailing Brandon Valley 14-7. Looking to avenge a 36-point loss to these links just a few weeks ago. Man in motion right to left, that's Rollinger. That's window dressing. Quick pass right side. It's caught by Tigan on the near numbers at the 20. Slants his way across the 15. And it takes a few links to finally corral him. At about the 11, a scrum to the end of that play. Jack Tigan, who went in at quarterback for one play on Harrisburg's only scoring drive so far, a one-yard touchdown on fourth and goal with a seven-yard gain. And now the Tigers, 8.45 in ticking, second quarter trailing 14-7, have second and about four from the Brandon Valley 11, Canoe from the gun. Three wideouts closely bundled off to the left side of the line. Open field right. Canoe stepping back, looking left the whole time. Here comes pressure from the end, Orrin Warren. So Canoe is going to make a break for it himself. And he is chased out of bounds at about the 10. Only about a one-yard gain. And that was some major footwork by Owen Warren, the defensive end, to hunt down Jacob Knuth, who is a big threat with his feet. He has dressed 92 times this season for 314 yards and three touchdowns. Now, Harrisburg, third and three at the Brandon Valley 10. Canute from the gun, far side hash left to right. The Dakota Dome getting noisy. Links up 14-7. Tigers looking to tie it up. Two wideouts each side. Canute calls his count. Here comes the blitz. Throw, left side, end zone, in and out of the hands. And broken up. Jackson Hilton, the All-State quarterback, made the play. And the pass was intended for a number that's too far away for me to see. And yeah, that was Andrew Walter. Boy, he's had quite a series. So now it's fourth and three. Tigers eschewing a field goal attempt. They're going to go for it from the Brandon Valley 11. Trailing by seven, 8-19 left second quarter. Lynx fans on their feet in the dome. Knuth from the gun. Man in motion left to right. That's Carlson. He makes it three wideouts right. That's where Knuth rolls. Pressure up the middle. Throws. Incomplete. Diving at the five. Carlson can't track it down. And the Lynx get the ball back. So Harrisburg has rolled the dice on a couple fourth downs already today. They were one of two. Now they're one of three. Now one conversion was on fourth and goal from one yard out on their only score of the game. The score remains Brandon Valley 14 to Harrisburg 7. If you're a Tiger fan, you still have to like things. You're moving the ball well. You almost scored on back-to-back drives against a team that beat you 63-27 in the regular season. So the second-seeded Lynx on an eight-game winning streak. The defending state runners-up looking for their second title in three years, taking over on their own 10 but flags fly just before Joe Kolbeck took the shotgun snap. 
And it's a false start on the Lynx. And it is on Nate Myers, the right guard. Lynx with three penalties for 30 yards so far. Harrisburg, two penalties for 18 yards. 8.15 left second quarter. And now Brandon Valley up 14-7. They'll snap it from their own six on first and 15. Tigers with three down linemen. Joe Kolbeck, dangerous dual threat from the shotgun standing at his own one. A wide out right. Jackson Hilt moving around in the backfield behind everybody left to right. But it's window dressing. A handoff up the middle. And Tate Johnson has nowhere to go. Cade Larson, linebacker, getting off out of the pile. And... Jordan Larson, defensive tackle, also making the stop. Inside eight to go, second quarter. In front of about 6,000 at the Dakota Dome. Brandon Valley in its fourth state title game in five years. Harrisburg in its third in five. Its first in this highest class of South Dakota high school football. Second and ten. Brandon Valley from their own ten. A run to the right side goes nowhere again. Boy, the perimeter defense has been spectacular tonight for Harrisburg. This time, Timon Long, who came in mid-season amidst some injuries in that group for Harrisburg, making the stop on Tate Johnson on an attempted run outside. Johnson, the All-State tailback, averages 8 yards a carry, 173 a game, 10 carries, 68 yards so far. Brandon Valley, third and 13 now for their own nine. Three down linemen for Harrisburg. They send eight in the coverage. Two wideouts each side. Quick pass left side. Johnson bobbles it over his head, catches it, but then is corralled on the near numbers at the 15. It's a wide play to the perimeter. You're trying to rely on an all-state tailback to make big plays with his feet after the catch. And two different Tigers. Jack Tigan, the first to get there. Evan Henderson, a quarterback, wrapped him up. And that forces Brandon Valley to punt as they fall six yards shy of the first down. Back for the links is Aiden Lloyd standing at his own two. And this is a line drive kick barely over everyone's head. It angles left toward the near sideline. It gets some great bounces for Brandon Valley. Tigers had no returners in sight. That was a bit of a low-driving knuckleball. I don't think that's what Lloyd was trying to do, but in the end, it gets across midfield and will go down as about a 40-yard punt. Helps to have a carpet surface here in the Dakota Dome at the University of South Dakota. It's immediate timeout. 6-16 remaining in the first half. Brandon Valley, 14. Harrisburg, 7. Tigers get the ball back near midfield. When we come back on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. The state championship game of South Dakota's largest class, much more competitive than the first matchup between its combatants in the regular season. Brandon Valley was up 35-14 on Harrisburg at halftime in Week 7. Right now, the Lynx up just 14-7, and the Tigers, after forcing a Brandon Valley 3-and-out, have it at their own 48, left to right. Jacob Knuth, the 6'4 junior. Fakes the handoff on a sweep, goes up the middle himself, has some room, and is tripped up across the 45 to the 44 of Brandon Valley. Tigers getting some good yardage on a lot of their first downs. And that one went for seven yards. 
And that was actually Jack Tigan back in at quarterback for Harrisburg. Their backup quarterback goes in on some run situations, and now he stays in on second and three from the gun. Two, three wideouts right, two to the left. Tigan, as he usually does, rolls off to his left right through one tackle at his ankles and dives to about the 41. He got the first down. Helmet fell off, so he has to go off the field. And that brings back in Jacob Knuth, who came into this game 28 touchdown passes, nine interceptions on the season, completing 63% of his balls at the moment. Knuth, 14 of 18, 139 yards. Passing well, 520 and ticking first half, a 14-7 Brandon Valley lead. Harrisburg now first and 10 at the Lynx, 41. And here's a toss pitch to the man in motion right to left. And Lincoln Carlson can't get around the edge, tries to escape back to the middle, and then three different links just shove him back all the way behind the 45. Forward progress took him to the line of scrimmage. But that was a gang unit of Lynx defenders. Such a fundamentally sound defense that gives up 17 points a game. Has forced 19 turnovers on the year. Big reason why Brandon Valley, number two in the state, 8-1 on the year, only lost to number one Roosevelt. Plus 14 in turnovers. So, the Tigers... Now have it second and 10 at the Brandon Valley 41. Left to right in between the hashes. That's 6,000 on hand at the Dakota Dome. Three receivers right, one left. Knuth has time, stepping back. Now getting chased from his right side, so he moves left. He tries to make a run for it and is chased out of bounds at about the 45 on the far side. Check that, the 35. It's about four yards shy of the first down stick. Knuth now with... Four carries tonight for three positive yards. He's been sacked a couple times. Harrisburg to the line quickly on third and four from the Brandon Valley 34. Trailing 14-7, 4.25 remaining first half. Knuth looks back at the sideline. Head coach Brandon White calls the play. Everybody's ready. Two wideouts each side. Four down linemen for Brandon Valley. Seven staying back. Knuth, three-step drop. Has time. Now gets a rush. Hit as he throws. Deep ball. Far sideline. Intercepted on the eight-yard line by Brandon Valley. And taken. Tripped up across the ten. Well, Jacob Knuth, the gunslinger, went into traffic there. And he found Tyler Breest. A safety with his first interception of the year. The 20th for his team. And Harrisburg, who has knocked on the door in Brandon Valley in territory each of the last two possessions after getting some defensive stops, unable to come up with points on either drive. So with 4.13 remaining in the first half, state championship game, Brandon Valley is fourth final in five years. Harrisburg is third in five. And the Lynx looking for their second title in three years, up 14-7, starting after the interception at their own 12. Far side hash, right to left. From the eye, Colbeck hands it off to the All-Stater. Tate Johnson drives his legs into some Tigers, and a white wall of jerseys greets him at the 15. Jack Tigan, what a game. Both sides of the ball tonight for the Harrisburg senior and former starting quarterback. So... Johnson with about three and a half on that game. 11 carries, 71 yards now for Tate Johnson. 173 yards a game, eight yards a carry. One of the top running backs and most productive in state history. From the gun, Colbeck on second and seven. The quarterback keeper trying to go around the right edge, and he can't. The Tigers seal him off, and once again, 
the perimeter defense is just too fast. And on the spot, Aiden Viox, a linebacker, made that tackle. He's their top tackler this year. And so now it is third and five for Brandon Valley from their own 17. Three timeouts left for Harrisburg in the half. 3.05 remaining in the half. Links up 14-7. Tigers looking for a big stop, looking to get back some field position and try to tie this game. Links would love to drive the length of the field and go up by two scores. And Colbeck hands it off on a jet sweep around the left edge, and Tate Johnson gets nowhere. Colt Harder, the defensive end, there to greet him. Aiden Viox was there as well. It's a gain to the 20, and a gain of about three yards. It brings up fourth and two, and Chad Garrow, the 16th-year head coach at Brandon Valley, decides to punt. Probably rather wise. Inside here in the Dakota Dome, no wind to deal with. Nice and warm for his punter, Aiden Lloyd. Knuckleballer, line drive, last time. This time he sails it, angling from right to left, kicking it right to left. And it's left or right of the returner, Evan Henderson, at the 45. He lets it go. It bounces on the near numbers 50 and out of bounds across the 40. Harrisburg will start this drive at its own 38. So the Tigers have 62 yards to go, trailing 14-7. 2-12 remaining in the first half of this 11 AAA state championship game. The one-scoring drive Harrisburg did accomplish. Went for 65 yards in eight plays. Took over three minutes. Tigers playing great defense, forcing three and outs on the last two possessions against a Brandon Valley offense, averaging almost 40 points a game. The Tigers would love to get on the board. Knuth from the gun, three wideouts left from his own 38. Quick sling, left side, caught by Carlson, wrapped up immediately on the far numbers 40. What a great open field tackle by the outside linebacker, Aiden Swift. A gain of three. And now the clock rolls inside. Two minutes left in the first half. Harrisburg trailing 14-7 and with the ball. Into Brandon Valley, Brandon Valley territory each of the last two drives. Second and seven, their own 40. Knuth, quick pass, left side, caught and dropped. Oh, man, a bobble. It was in traffic, but it was also open for Andrew Walter. He's had a tough go. He... Called for pass interference a couple drives ago. Then had pass interference on him trying to catch a touchdown pass on a drive that eventually ended with no points. And now he misses what would have been a first down catch across midfield. So now it's third and seven, Brandon Valley. The clock stops, 138 to go in the half. That's to Brandon Valley's favor up 14-7. Tigers from the Brandon Valley, 40. Three wideouts right. Five men up front for Brandon Valley. Quick pass on a slant. Carlson catches it up the middle and then plows to a defender 45 and is taken down at the 40. A first down for Harrisburg. The drive continues. A gain of about 19 yards. Lincoln Carlson. Great hands after he initially bottled it. And now the Tigers go fast from the Brandon Valley 39. Tigan or Knuth, deep shot left side. Pass interference at about the 10. Lincoln Carlson, the intended receiver. And I believe it's the safety, Joey Nemec, who harassed him. Yep. Yep. 
So a 15-yard pass interference penalty. The Tigers have benefited from that a couple times in this game. Now, the last time Harrisburg got inside the Brandon Valley 25. Knuth threw an interception. 115 remaining in the half. Harrisburg trailing 14-7. State title game. Knuth from the gun. Now from the Brandon Valley 25. Man in motion left to right in front of the line. Dump off. Left side caught by Clayton. 25. He's dangerous. Goes through some tackles. 20. Breaks a tackle. 15. And is inside the 10 and out of bounds. A touchdown saving tackle by the defensive end. Parker Reed. But Anders Clayton, his feet are on fire tonight. The running back making big plays in the short pass game. He now has six receptions, 55 yards. And that was a gainer of about 18. First and goal, Harrisburg from the Brandon Valley 5. 108 left, first half, state title game. Trailing 14-7, looking to tie it up. Moving left to right from the far hash, Knuth from the gun. Three wideouts right. Four down lineman for Brandon Valley. Handoff, Clayton off left guard. Gets across the four to the three, but a swarm of black jerseys are able to crunch him at about the three. Dominic Tucker, defensive tackle in on the stop. Wrestler for Brandon Valley. And it brings up now a second and goal from the four for Harrisburg. 40 seconds and ticking first half. For what it's worth, Tigers have three timeouts. Brandon Valley has two. Knuth from the gun. Again, three down lineman for Brandon Valley. Three wideouts right and a tight to the right handoff. Gavin Ross, tailback, trying to plunge his way up the middle. And he is upended at the two. Boy, he had an initial burst. And he ran right into some black jerseys. It'll be third and goal. The Tigers call their first time out with 26 seconds remaining in the first half. Brandon Valley with a 14-7 lead. Stick with us for our halftime report. You'll hear from the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen. We'll get you ready for the Monday night football game in Chicago against the Bears which you will hear just after 7 o'clock on Monday right here on Fox Sports 98.1. Curtis Riggs, South Dakota Public Broadcasting Television Analyst, Director of the Riggs Academy. He'll have his analysis of what he has seen. I think a lot of people are surprised Harrisburg has kept it this close, trailing just 14-7 and outgaining Brandon Valley 215 to 166. This is the third drive in a row. Well, it's actually the fourth drive in a row. The Tigers have moved inside the Brandon Valley red zone. They came up blank each of the last two times. And the last possession, Jacob Canute threw his 10th interception of the season. But a pass interference penalty has aided Harrisburg. And a big 18-yard gainer by Anders Clayton, the tailback, on a quick pass from Jacob Knuth. Set things up, first and goal at the five. Now it is third and goal from the two. Harrisburg tonight. Three, three of eight on their third down conversions. 26 seconds left, first half state title game. 14-7, Brandon Valley the lead. Harrisburg third and goal from the two. Knuth from the gun. Five-man Brandon Valley front. Man in motion, Carlson right to left. Two wideouts right. Knuth finally taking. He's going to try to run it himself. 6-4, trying to turn his legs across the goal line, driving a pile. It's a matter of where it ended. It ended across the goal line. Touchdown, Harrisburg. A point away from tying the game. 
Jacob Knuth would not be denied. Not just his speed, but his strength when he runs the ball. At 6'4", 205 pounds, that's a lot of muscle to bring down. It is his fourth rushing touchdown of the year. And now the Lynx, Bryce Soley, or the Tigers, Bryce Soley, in to attempt the extra point. He is already one of one tonight, 37 of 39 on the year. And all of these come at a premium. Brandon Valley beat these Tigers 63-27. In the regular season, week seven, just four weeks ago. Soli. Again in the dome, no wind conditions. Knuth, the quarterback, the holder. In case something goes wrong, might be able to make a play. But the snap and hold are good. The kick is right on through. And with 19 seconds remaining in the first half, Brandon Valley and Harrisburg knotted up at 14 in the state championship game. We will keep it right here. Harrisburg's drive went seven plays, 62 yards. It took less than two minutes, and you have to credit the Brandon, uh, the Harrisburg defense for stopping Brandon Valley three and out on back-to-back drives. And Harrisburg would not be denied on a third straight trip on this side of the field, moving left to right in the Brandon Valley red zone after stalling on downs once, then an interception. So, as we mentioned, Harrisburg has moved well tonight. Meanwhile, the Lynx, who scored on each of their nine possessions and made it look easy in that 63-27 win over Harrisburg earlier in the season, yeah, they're having a hard time getting their offense going. Tied at 14. Harrisburg looking to win the state title in just its second year at the AAA level. Brandon Valley looking to win its second title in three years. Solely right-footed kick left to right. It's a line drive. Bounces on the far hash of the 22 over the head of the returner who never touched it. And that's a wise decision by Mark Mutchelkanaus. Touchback in Brandon Valley. will start at its own 20. With 19 seconds remaining in the first half, you heard a lot of, wow, we're going to have a penalty after that play. We're going to have a personal foul, probably. It was after the play. You heard a lot of Brandon Valley fans screaming, and I'm wondering if a Harrisburg player got a little mouthy after the play. Conversation amongst three of the officials. After the play is over, personal foul. Defense number 35, 15-yard penalty. First down. It's Gavin Ross, the backup tailback. They do not specify the personal foul, but my guess is a little jawing. I was looking at the ball, and boy, there seemed to be not a melee, but a spat. And so the Lynx with 19 seconds. I mean, this is not an aerial attack of epic proportions, but it is... An offense with dangerous playmakers, and they get a little closer to finding a way to score here and uncork a 14-all tie. But Colbeck will hand it off to Tate Johnson. The running back slashes through some tackles right up the middle, then drags a pile across the 40 to the 44. So the link started at the 35, a run up the middle, and another big gainer for Tate Johnson. Nine yards, about what he averages, but the Lynx opt for that to be the final play of the first half. And an eruption on the far side from Harrisburg. The redemption tour 
continues. They avenge two of their three regular season losses in the postseason by 20 at O'Gorman, by two over top-ranked Roosevelt, who beat them by 25. And at halftime in the state championship game, they are tied at 14 with the Brandon Valley team that beat them 63-27. to We'll take a timeout. We'll hear from the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, with his Vikings views. And we'll hear from Curtis Riggs, the SDPB television analyst statewide for this game, on how Harrisburg, despite an interception, despite a couple of blank possessions in Brandon Valley territory, has the state championship game tied at 14 on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. 